In difficult days and facing dire circumstances, it is always good to remind ourselves that God is greater than all. Scott Pauley is examining the miracles of Jesus recorded for us in God's Word. Our hope is that the message in these miracles will become real in your life. Christ is enough. Let's open our Bibles and join the study now. We come today to one of the miracles that is of special emphasis in the gospel records. In fact, you'll find it recorded in Matthew, in Mark, in Luke, and in John. It almost seems like the Holy Spirit really wants us to give some uh, extra attention to this particular miracle, and it's a very well-known one. We refer to it as the feeding of the 5,000. I want to look with you today at John chapter number 6 and the record there. The Bible says, beginning in verse 5, When Jesus then lifted up his eyes, and saw a great company coming to him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Before we read the rest of the miracle, may I pause just a moment and point out to you that when Jesus asked Philip this question, he already knew the answer. He knows everything. He knows the end from the beginning. I've marked in my Bible in John 6, verse 6, he knew. He knew. Friend, God knows what you're dealing with today. God knows what he's going to do. God knows what the outcome will be. And so when the Lord is, is asking us questions and posing situations to us, uh, it is to test our faith. Notice it was to prove him. The Bible says in verse 7, Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a little. And one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000, and Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. And when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Isn't that just like the Lord over and above? I'm thinking of Ephesians 3.20, exceeding abundantly above all we could ask or even think. You know, this is one of the miracles of multiplication found in Scripture. Uh, that's, that's the Lord's specialty, you see, multiplication. Sin brings division. The devil brings subtraction. So much of the Christian life we reduce to addition, what we can produce. But God's work is a work of multiplication. You find that woven all through Scripture. And here the Lord takes a little boy's lunch and multiplies it to feed 5,000 people. The question, what are they among so many? Maybe right now you're looking at meager resources. You're looking at your finite strength, you're looking at the little bit that you might have and wondering how on earth that can meet the need. The answer is it can't. You can't. But friends, God can. Christ is enough. Let me give you three simple truths today that I think are essential in the application of this miracle to our own lives. I was just pondering on this a few moments ago. 
It's interesting to me. We refer to this miracle as the feeding of the 5,000. And indeed, there were 5,000 plus there. Uh, We think of the disciples' role in it. And certainly, uh, they were participants in what the Lord was doing. Uh, But consider the boy and this one lad. Isn't it beautiful that in a sea of faces, God knows every individual and that in the midst of the masses, the Lord is working in the life of one person. So what do we learn about the Lord's multiplying miraculous work? Number one, we learn that God multiplies whatever is in your hand. In other words, the ordinary. God takes the ordinary. It's not miraculous till he gets through with it. God takes the insignificant. This boy's lunch, as it is commonly referred to, was very small. The bread here, these five barley loaves would have been the size of crackers, and the fish would have been the size of sardines. So we're talking about ordinary things, insignificant things, and even despised things. You see, the kind of bread he was carrying was barley bread. The barley was poor man's bread. A friend, God doesn't ask you for what you don't have. He simply asks you for what he's already given you. You see, the Lord is not asking you to produce. He's the producer. The Lord will multiply. The Lord is simply asking you, what's in your hand? Does that question sound familiar? It was one the Lord posed to Moses way back in the book of Exodus. Remember the rod? He said, what's in your hand? And that was what the Lord used all through Moses' life and ministry as he led the children of Israel. So maybe we need to stop looking for other answers and look right at hand at what the Lord has already given us. First, Christ multiplies what's in your hand. Secondly, Christ multiplies what you're willing to put in his hand. Now, this is very important. As long as you hold on to it and keep it to yourself, you'll never see the multiplying power of God. But when you release it, when you're willing to take what's in your hand and put it in Christ's hand, now that changes everything. Notice the emphasis here. There's a little. There is a lad. It seems the the minimum, you see. A boy, probably 15, 18 years of age, they say, according to the culture, uh, referenced here as a lad, and just a few loaves and fishes. Oh, yes, but, but don't look at the little. Don't look at the lad. Look at the Lord. The secret was not the loaves and the fishes. The secret was that the loaves and the fishes were yielded to the Lord. This boy could have thrown them away, kept it to himself, tried to sell it. Instead, what does he do? He does the one thing we all must do. He gave it all to Jesus. As a matter of fact, in Mark's record, there's a beautiful summary verse in Mark chapter 6, verse 41. The Bible says, And when Jesus had taken the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to heaven and blessed and break the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set before them. There's a progression here, a beautiful divine order. First, he took it. And Jesus only takes what's given to him. He's not going to force you. Then he blessed it. Friends, he can do more with your life than you can. He can do more with your life than you think he can. And then he broke it. The blessing and the breaking are always connected. And then he gave it. It's through the breaking that the multiplying is done. So you can keep your life and keep your meager resources all to yourself, or you can surrender all and put it in Jesus' hands and know that he can do more with it than you can. God multiplies what's in your hand. He multiplies what you put in his hand. And then ultimately, don't miss this, he multiplies what you're willing for him to put in other people's hands. You see, the Lord didn't multiply bread so this boy could have lunch for a year. 
Now think what he left with, but that, that wasn't the purpose. The Lord didn't multiply bread so the disciples would be impressed. Think what they learned, but that wasn't, that wasn't the whole thing. He multiplied bread because he loved the multitudes. Do you love the multitudes? Do you love those around you? I think so many times we want to see the miraculous power of God for very selfish reasons. Remember, we're warned about asking amiss that we may consume it upon our own lust. When the miracle is done, the Lord told them to gather everything up, and he uses this expression. He says that nothing be lost. I think that's a beautiful expression of the heart of Christ. It wasn't just bread he didn't want lost. No, no, there was a spiritual message here. There was a point he did not want them to miss. What was it? That Christ is enough. And what he's put in your hand what you're willing to put in his hand and what you're willing for him to multiply to put in other people's hands, the Lord says, I can do more than you ever imagined. Will you trust the Lord today to do his multiplying work in your life and not just in your life, but through you to meet the needs of others? Christ is enough. What an encouragement to know that regardless of the situation, we can trust the Lord Jesus. You can find a Bible reading schedule through the Miracles of Jesus and many additional study resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Visit us online today and let us know that you're listening. We are very grateful that you're making this journey with us through God's Word. Until next time, remember this, Christ is enough. <music>